We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Ninety-one Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. <laughs> um, so I discovered uh, last Halloween we did Monster Mash for One Hit Thunder. Yeah. And in researching Bobby Boris Pickett, we discovered a little thing about Bobby Boris and the Crypt Kickers, which is that they were the 60s version of like a Wesley Willis. Okay. Um, yeah. They just took one song... <laughs> <laughs> and they did as many versions of it as they could. Uh, so Monster Mash was a number one single. Hit number one on the dude, billboard. Some would say it's a graveyard smash. <laughs> <laughs> so, so song was a number one single. And they followed it up with the Monster's Holiday at Christmas time. So and it the reached, second one, right? <laughs> it reached 30 on the billboard charts. Jesus like. Christ. So you couldn't even talk about this song for one hit thunder. Technically, <laughs> yeah, he's a two hit. He's oh a two my hit god! Thunder. But then he also did the monster swim. He did the monster motion. He did me and my mummy. He did the Transylvania twist. There's the monsters rap. So for the folks listening, we've now like Matt and I off air have listened to. We've listened to the monster match before, of course. Monsters holiday and monsters swim, and at least those three songs in this category. All sound exactly the same. Same drum beat, same, same. It's the exact same song. <laughs> it's amazing, actually. Um, I so I we gotta talk about. I get a text message from Dylan as I'm laying on my bed, thinking oh, I gotta get around to watch, listening to the Monsters Holiday, 
and I get a text from him that says, the monster's holiday might be my least favorite thing ever. And then I listened to it, and I thought, hey, this isn't so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. You then gave me the additional information that you were grading papers and listening to it on repeat. Whereas I felt like after one listen, I got everything I needed to knock out a 30-minute episode about it. So, I, didn't think that, I didn't think there was any deeper <laughs> deeper discussion that I needed to mine from multiple listens. It's essentially the plot of Nightmare Before Christmas, which is crazy. So when, I, when we're going to talk about a song, just a song, which we haven't done in a while, like where we just tackle one song. I'll usually listen to that song on repeat just to try to catch certain things, like anything that like reaches out into my mind. And honestly, by the fifth listen, all I just kept hearing was do 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 do, and I'm like, "Fucking stop! <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's literally the same song. Like yeah. I thought I was taking crazy pills. It was absolutely insane. But here's the other difference. Yeah. Like it was the mesh. Like that like rolls off. Yeah. It works so well. It was a monster's holiday. Feels so monster's forced. holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Bobby Boris Pickett oh was God. was a comedian who found out that he did a really good Bars Karloff impression. Yeah. And somehow turned that into a career that lasted him all the way up until his death. Oh my gosh. Just just showing up, doing guest appearances whenever someone needed someone to sing the Monster Mash, he would jump up full of excitement and run and run in. It's like <laughs> it's my time. But yeah, I mean, it was, I enjoy this, whatever, it's stupid. You know, it was, it was so the night dumb. before Christmas and all through the castle, my monsters were having a Yuletide hassle. It was the night before Christmas when all through the castle, my monsters were having a Yuletide hassle. The tree was all trimmed in ghoulish things, like werewolf fangs and vampire wings. So, for anybody, like, like seriously, cue that up to Monsters Mash, because it's the same fucking yeah. song. Like, There's, beat the rhyme, for beat. But here's the other thing, and I and it's not just the it was the monster's holiday that feels rushed. Yeah, there are so many lines in this song that feel like he wrote one word too many in the verse, and he's like trying to like force it all together. Like <laughs> they were making a list and checking it twice. Like, Frankenstein yeah. wanted a shiny new trike. Like it's so weird <laughs> the way he fucking does it. It's so good. They were making a list and checking it twice. Frankenstein wanted a shiny new trike, a new chain for Janusz, a brace for Igor's back, a speed shaver for Wolfman, a new cape for Drax. It was a monster's holiday. They were up to no good. (laughs) This is wild. Like, I, I knew that this song existed. I don't think I had ever listened to it. Like I, I knew that Boris or Bobby Pickett, Bobby Boris Pickett, Bobby Boris just, Pickett, had like had written fifty different like monster songs, 
I didn't realize that they were just 50 different iterations of the Monster Mash. <laughs> Monster and oh, yeah. that may make them better. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that that is very charming. I also have to admit, I fucking love the Monster Mash. Like, it's not like I kind of like the Monster Mash. I love the Monster Mash. At one point in my life, I would even say it was possibly my favorite song of my, like, you know, from like three to five, I would have been like, oh, my favorite song ever was the Monster Mash. No, 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 no. 17 to 19. (laughs) Yeah, 17 to 19. I was like, motherfucker, you ever hear the Monster Mash? No, I. (laughs) But that's what I pictured in my head. I think it's a great. I think it is a great song. Looking like you're ready to (laughs) kick ass for the Lord. (laughs) Singing singing the Monster Mash. Let's see. So the premise is, though, that the monsters don't think that they're going to get their gifts. So they're like, you know what we should do? We should beat up Santa and steal all the toys on his sleigh. Yep. So they plan to rob Santa's sleigh. The mummy was the single signal from the castle roof at the very first sound of a reindeer. Santa slid down the chimney wall. The zombies were to make off with sleigh and all. From beyond the moat, there arose such a clatter. I jumped to the window to see what was the matter. Like a bolt of lightning, it happened so quick. And there in our midst stood old Saint Nick. He began to dig down deep in his sack. And came up with the traction for Eagle's back. Drack, Drack got his, got his cape, Frankie Strike made him behave. behave. And even Wolfman Wolf was happy. happy. Now we now can say <laughs> like, it is. It is insane. It is insane that this song exists. And then he changes the chorus at this point. Uh, because for the first two things, it was like, hey, they were up to no good. They didn't act like good monsters should. They found themselves a new play. They planned to rob Santa's sleigh. Yeah. But on this last chorus, he says it all ended well. And Santa was really swell. See, the really didn't need to be there. Like, it all ended well. Santa was swell. Yeah, Santa was really swell. Yeah. No need to rob Santa's sleigh. Maybe next year he'll come back. Doesn't rhyme with slay. <laughs> oh, no. This one says no need to rob Santa's sack. Oh, the lyrics that I got are wrong. Then. Oh, that I'm makes on, way more I'm sense. on genius, dude. Genius. Oh, I'm on. Around. I'm just on the Google lyrics. Oh, yeah. Yes. Those are messed sack, up. Sack to back is way <laughs> better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm like, slay into back. What the <laughs> fuck? Um, Knowing Bobby Pickett, <laughs> you maybe? just assume that he's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> So the final verse, uh, so the children everywhere were spared the grief of losing their presence to a monster sleigh thief, and now the monsters love Santa and say they'll behave. They'll never again rob sleighs or graves. And then, as if he hasn't ripped off the monster mash enough, he now has a conversation with Igor, exactly like the conversation at the end of Monster Mash, where he's like, hmm. Mash good, but now it's mm, Santa good, which sounds like he ate Santa, actually. Oh my gosh. Santa good! Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. And then just in his like Boris Kar- Boris Karloff voice. He just starts quoting different Christmas songs. <laughs> it makes no sense. The song is insanity. We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. 
He says a couple things. Mm -hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> So, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the, That's ad. the ad! That's the ad. That's the ad. Ninety One Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to Ninety One Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at ninety one donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Oh my god, this shit is wild, man. I can't believe this exists. <laughs> and I also can't believe it got to 30 on the billboard. Here's something that's really interesting. <laughs> so I'm educating you know, the youth of America, and this guy got rich off of the same song <laughs> multiple so, times. So it says People who search for this also searched for Monster Mash Lyrics by Bobby Pickett Smith, the Chipmunk song from Alvin and the Chipmunks, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer oh, by Elmo God. and Patsy, and I Farted on Santa's Lap by the <laughs> Little Stinker. What is that? I refuse. I am not listening to that. I'm just, I'm clicking into it. I just want to hear for myself. I already got it pulled up. I'm listening to it. I'm listening to it too. Mom made beans for dinner. Oh, no, yeah, I nope, not. <laughs> I got six seconds in before I decided I was good on this one. That's a child. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a child singing. <laughs> Did you expect a child? No, I literally thought because the picture that I found when I saw this was like. A Santa, like with a guitar, like pointing out into the crowd. So I was like, oh, maybe this is like just some shitty, like rock. Like, I was like, maybe it's like a punk rock song. Like a bunch of dudes just like formed a punk band and wrote like a stupid song. And then as soon as I heard, mommy made some dinner, I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this is like a, a play, like a, like a, like an elementary musical. Yeah. Oh yeah, the piano is like bum 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 bum. It's poorly <laughs> recorded. It's it sounds like they're in a church. This is wild. I hate you, Matt Kelly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make you listen to it. I was gonna take that hit and report back. Um, all right. So look, oh we might God. not have a lot to say about the monsters' holiday. But we may have some opinions on the Munsters holiday. Can I just say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we, before we, and this is kind of bridging the gap between the two. <laughs> Don't you like how every child interpretation of Dracula, be it this, be it Hotel Transylvania, like, we just throw out the window that this dude eats people. Like yeah, just no. slaughters. Why and will we need to talk about blood. that? <laughs> like, it's 
wild to me. Like, you can give a pass to, like, the Wolfman. Like, maybe he's a friendly wolf. But, like, Dracula's only reason to exist is to, to seduce and then drain the blood of humanity. That is valid. Right? That is, that is a valid concern. Um, I'm glad that you brought up Hotel Transylvania because here's yes. the thing. You and I both watched The Monsters on our own. Yes, we did. And I think we both felt pretty much the same, which is like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's it's, a it's thing. not... It's a thing. It's fine. It's so far from the worst. Like, like here's the thing that I kept bringing up, and I think I brought it up on the Horror Movie Night Facebook page, but I'll bring it up here as well, was like, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. It's a kid's movie. It's 100% a kid's movie. And I would watch this again before I would watch any of the Hotel Transylvania movies again, before I would watch- The first one? The first Hotel Transylvania has actually got some, some moments. Before I would, especially before I would watch the two like CGI Adams Family movies that we've yeah, gotten in the last like five years, like like I think that there are so many worse kids movies that are like something you could show your kid if you're a horror fan yeah. than what they gave us. Well, that's the thing is like a lot of and and I think I I think I'm picking up your point now is if you look at Hotel Transylvania or the Adams family it was like hey let's take these spooky things but let's modernize them and let's oh hey this movie now has a song with Migos and Snoop Dogg and Cardi yeah. B and they're going to do a rap over the Adams family like theme song and I'm like yeah. that's not what I want <laughs> where I feel like I don't understand how people, even if you didn't like the monsters, how anyone can sit there and say Rob Zombie did not have his heart in it. Like, well, that's dude, so I I watched a video. There's a there's a YouTube channel that I found maybe two years ago called Hats Off Entertainment, and it's a guy who does like yeah deep dive. I follow them yeah yeah. So Hats Off put out a video last night that was called The Monsters. It really is that bad. I and I was like, used to watch that. So I clicked into it. I'm like, all right, let me see how angry I'm going to get because I usually like this guy's take. And I will say that he did throw compliments at the start. He's like, let me start off with the things that I think worked. Like, And one of the things was he was like, Rob Zombie's doing the best that he can with the budget that he was provided. Yeah. Like, like they Because he's working with like no money like the the company that produced this movie is like the people who produce like tremors seven and like yeah. like really bet like they basically just buy ip off of warner brothers that aren't being utilized and make like very so cheap straight to dvd sequels why did we is stop like stop giving rob zombie money and and i because like know. what where was the turning point so like house of a thousand corpses it was originally made by Universal, like with Universal. And that was like Rob Zombie's first movie. Yeah, fuck. Yes, let's do this. Devil's Rejects. Well, keep in mind. No, 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 no. We got we to gotta, we gotta pump the brakes right there, though. What? Because House of a Thousand Corpses ended up being a Lionsgate release because Universal right, wouldn't put it out. put it out. That's right. They didn't right. want to put it out. So he had to wait a while before. Like that movie was shot in like 2000 and it didn't come out until 2003. Like it sat on shelf for like three years. Then he did Devil's Rejects. 
He had money. He did Halloween. Was given money. Did Halloween 2 was given money. Was given money. So I think it was somewhere around Halloween 2 and Lords of Salem that apparently was around the point where someone stopped trusting Rob Zombie. Because after that is when you get 31, 3 from Hell and the Munsters. And my friend was explaining this to me. And and I'm I'm pulling from a memory of something they were saying to me like forever ago. But that it basically like he made Halloween. Yes. They set a release date for Halloween 2. He said, I don't want to make Halloween 2. They stuck with their release date and still had like no script, no no director, nothing. Yeah. And like came to him with like six, like it was like, what do you want for, uh, like, could you make this movie? Could you write and direct this movie in under six months? And have it ready for an October release. If so, we'll give you whatever you want, essentially. Yeah. And I think he was like, I want a guarantee to do um, the Broad Street Bullies and something called Tyrannosaurus yeah. that he was like yeah, really dead set that. on. Yeah, the, the biker movie. Yeah. Yeah. And they agreed and produced it. And we have still yet to see either one of those movies. So I'm wondering if he's in some weird fucking contract holdup where it's like, I'm not going to make money for these studios until I get these two movies that I've been promised. So he's had to like crowdfund and do all these like kind of out there things to, to like keep his name as a director going while like that's being figured out. That's my best bet. It's just really weird that like, all like there are so many i know people jump on the i hate rob zombie bandwagon but there are so many worse directors that are still receiving decent budgets to make so i was thinking about this the other day i was i was thinking about rob zombie i was thinking about kevin smith i was thinking about another one he's another one I was thinking about a lot of these guys, and I think here's where the problem is. Here's here's where I think the issue lies with both of them. Because I think both you and I would go on the record of saying that as much as we like most of Rob Zombie's output, we do not like 3 from Hell or 31. Yes. And those agreed. are the crowdfunded, no one telling them they saying no to them yeah. movies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I think... I have if been you, thinking about rewatching 31. I really have not watched that since it yeah, was in the theater. I watched it exactly once. Both of them I watched one time and was like, yeah. mm-mm. <laughs> no, thank I, you. <laughs> I, I think that there's something to be said about yeah. directors who very early in their career, Kevin Smith was his second movie, Rob Zombie from the very beginning, had to work within produce, like within a studio with notes and yeah. like people keeping them accountable for stuff. And then they are able to like have their fans finance a movie and they can do whatever the hell they want. And it's like, yes, we have heard the stories of stupid notes that almost ruined movies or actively ruined movies. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that just creating a thing with absolutely no guidance yeah. or assistance is also a good idea. Like it's yeah. like there is that fine line. And I felt like the monsters was kind of the first movie since Lords of Salem, where I was into what Rob Zombie was doing again, because yeah. it felt like he, he wasn't going with, 
whatever the fuck came to his mind. He was trying to tie a whole bunch of mythos that already existed into his and funneling it into his own little thing. And where I think that there were problems in Halloween when he tried to do that, I think that there weren't nearly as many problems with the monsters when he tried yeah. to do that. And, and when I say problems, I just mean that Michael Myers works best when you know absolutely nothing about yes. the man behind the mask, giving us 45 minutes of his shitty family life <laughs> and all that, like super unnecessary doesn't make the character any scarier or anything. It just really bloats the movie with yeah. like a longer running time than it needs to have this. It was like, I like this. I like that. Like, all of these pieces come together. I like that suddenly throughout the entire show, grandpa talks to a bat named Igor. And like, now we understand why that's the case. Like, it's like all these little things where it's like his interpretation of the events and why they happened. And like, even watching that hats off video, as much as I respect that guy's content for the most part, I really disagreed with his input of like, I don't know what, is going on with this movie with Herman and Lily. It feels like they've never watched an episode of the monsters. It feels like they don't like, they're it not capturing though. Like I yeah. don't understand. I don't know what these people are watching that. That's I'm what, not. that's <laughs> what, that's what I'm feeling because here's the thing. The, the answer is like, one of the things that he pointed out was he's like, the show, the monsters was always like about how these monsters are living like regular human people. And like, they teach their kids about like love and compassion. He's like, and that's not captured at all in this movie. And I'm like, yeah, but it's also like, by the time we see the monsters, Eddie's like 10 years old. Yep. So they've had 10 years to become yeah. accustomed to living in, in the United States. Exactly. Like, like, it's like, that's my write-off for all of it. It's like, yes, we're still seeing 10, at least 10 years yeah. before any other version of the monsters has ever taken place. Like, yeah. like you know, like, yeah, maybe, maybe Herman's voice gets deeper as he gets older because he's like a whiny little 20-year-old kid in this movie. Also, and by the time he's- Fred Wynn's fucking dead, bro. Yeah. Like, like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a different actor. Like, yeah, it's a different... <laughs> Well, and that's the other thing. It's like, it's not even like, it's not even like it's an easily to like, I don't know that many people who I would say do a spot on Fred Gwynn impersonation. You know what I mean? Like he's got such a distinct voice and a distinct delivery. Like the best that you can do isn't even an impersonation of him. It's an impersonation of the South Park guys doing him on, on Pet Cemetery. You know, like, I don't know. I just, hello now, hells. I don't know why this like this particular movie like this is probably how people thought i felt about halloween kills <laughs> yeah yeah because i feel like halloween kills you were just like this isn't worse than some of the worst sequels. yeah like exactly. it's still a bad movie but it's not yes. the worst movie but this i'm like i don't know what people wanted i yeah. don't know what they wanted uh, oh it was a dumb it was dumb kids movie that's the show. That's, That's what always it was been the show. <laughs> I don't know what. Ah, like it, it literally makes me feel crazy. I don't know why people were so upset that yeah. it's campy. Duh. It's cliche. Yes. It's cringy. It always was. Like, yeah. I don't understand. And it. I feel like every and I think it's visually really fun, so like, fun, so colorful. <laughs> Everything pops. I, Transylvania rules. I think the only complaint, like the only joke that the I land. was like, is, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the movie yeah, yeah, could yeah. be shorter. Yeah, yeah, the movie could definitely be shorter. We'll talk about that in a second. But 
The only thing that I stopped and was like, oh, people are going to hate this, was Disco Vampire. Like, that's yeah. the only thing that I was watching and going, but, oh, but people again, are going to hate this. But I Disco fucking Vamp- laughed. I Disco Vampire. It. But I would even argue Disco Vampire is no different than anything that we just described with when you watch the fucking Hotel Transylvania exactly. movies. It's, you exactly. Know, like, it is what it is. I liked it. Um, this I, was this was like if they did the haunted world of El Superbisto as a kids movie. Yeah, it really was like a living cartoon, and like I understood. I read an interview where he said like I wanted to shoot in black and white. They said I couldn't, so I went with the complete opposite effect. Yeah. Let's just make those colors so saturated that it feels like you're watching a living cartoon the entire time. And I enjoyed it. Like people are like. Oh, well, why didn't he shoot it in black and white? You know the original Monsters was only in black and white because they didn't have color yet. Well, that's not true. It's not true? <laughs> that's not true. The that's Monsters true. was like in the when 60s. The, I thought the Monsters was like way back when. No, it was 1962. Okay, cut all this. But no. But <laughs> cut so, all but this! So, <laughs> so like... Okay, regardless. But like... <laughs> Fuck Cause, you. Because when right. the monsters I'm got canceled crazy, and they made, okay, yeah, you're going a little nuts. But yes, Sorry. the monsters is a the monsters is just like the only thing that I would have liked to have had. And I said this to my brother way back when. I almost feel like this movie could have done with a laugh track. Like yeah. I think that that would have been great. Like because what made the first monsters, I I for the most part hate laugh tracks. Yeah. Right. Like I think you and I are both on that. But I and I mentioned this literally this week on or, or a week or two ago on um, before my time we did a thing about the monsters to tie in with the movie, and I said like the monsters is one of those exceptions to the laugh track because it's almost exactly like having a laugh track in the Flintstones. It's not supposed to be believable as a laugh track. It's supposed to be highlighting how much of a satire of the sitcoms of that era the show actually is. Like the monsters is so like. It's literally like, hey, what if we just did Leave It to Beaver with a bunch of monsters and then yeah. trying to hit every beat of Leave It to Beaver, including the over-the-top like canned laughter after okay, every okay, single all right, joke. All right, all right. I want to back up a little bit. Okay, because I'm, I, I don't know if you can see me. My fucking eyes are going and I'm typing and shit. This is more what I meant. Most television back in that was in era black and white. was in yeah. black and white. Not that color wasn't possible, but like... It was the norm at the time. So, like, I don't feel like black and white was essential here. If Rob wanted to do it that way, perfect. I don't think, like, filming in black and white does a good movie make. Like, no. (laughs) I don't. Do I think this is amazing? No. If I would have saw this when I was seven years old, I would watch this every fucking Halloween. Well, I think you and I both texted like it's a it's a '90s Fox Kids show. Like that's what it feels like. It felt like, and I said this when the trailer came out. It felt like when Fox did for Fox Fox Family redid the Adams Family as a TV show, and no one ever talks about that. Yeah, I remember watching the shit out of that show, though. Yeah, (laughs) like that's what it reminds me of. The sets, the acting—it's—it's all over the top. It's all the monsters, man. And I don't know what people expected. And I'm also tired of people acting like they go home, they get home from work every day and watch the fucking monsters. You haven't (laughs) watched the monsters in forever. Like, don't. Well, I mean, I, I. You are an anomaly, dude. Don't act like you're the fucking norm. (laughs) So there's only one other thing. There's only one other thing I want to bring up. Yeah. It has not had nearly as much of a hot take discourse. In fact, 
The only people that I've heard really shitting on this movie are people who are really trying to oh, complain about how how woke. About? Well, you'll find out in a second. Okay. The only time I hear people complain is like people trying to complain about how woke we are turning in turning things that they love. Yeah. Um, Hocus Pocus two also dropped and oh, it was yeah. fun. It's okay. It was it was fun as hell. It's all right. But I, like I had I've I've that's another one I've had plenty of conversations about like oh it's not as good as the original. I said, um. The original wasn't good. It's just like we like it's okay. It's fine. My it's, I yeah, it's, I it's literally mocked, like I don't I yelled at a friend because they were like, "Well, it didn't have the cult classic vibe that the original had." I'm like, "Well, the original had 30 years to build up a cult classic yeah, vibe. You don't get to, this you movie's don't get been to out for start as a cult classic. That's not <laughs> what a cult classic is." Like, <laughs> like that's not And they laughed as soon as I said that. I'm like, "Yeah, you're not going to be you're not going to have a cult classic vibe 24 hours after your release. That's not yeah, not how that works." I'm like, but the, it, the only thing that the only thing I didn't like about Hocus Pocus 2 is and it's it's because every other sequel has ingrained this in me is I wish we got to see like Max and like you wouldn't see they Biggs, were, but I think that they were in the original so there was an there original was hocus p- there, yeah, yeah and they're in the novel but I think the yeah. novel was based on a rejected script and then okay. once the novel came out, they're like, well, shit, we're not going to use that script that we already released in bookstores, so we have to write something different. Like, that would have just been cool. Like, maybe instead of instead of having the magic shop owner, or maybe make the magic shop owner, like, the, the kid sister from the first one. Something, something. yeah. That would have been cool. Th- like, but but yeah. even the way it is, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's okay. A, yeah, I just, I've I've seen a handful of people... That are just like, well, why are they trying to make Hocus Pocus more accessible to kids in the 2022s? It's like, yeah. because it's fucking Disney and they're yeah. trying to appeal to everyone. And like, also, it's 2022. Yeah. Do you think if the original was made right now, it would be like it was back in the 90s? No. Well, my favorite complaint, and These I won't say you said it. because there's black girls in it. Like That's, that's what, exactly that's what it is. That's why people are upset. I saw someone complain because there was drag queens and they're like, you got to shove these drag queens in there. I'm like, it's starring fucking Bette Midler. Oh like, my God. like oh one my of the God. biggest, one of the biggest like gay icons in history. Like, Also, I don't know if you're like, wait, yes, you are. You're super into the drag scene. Like I like, was, like, I was so excited dude, when I saw them in there. There's so many fucking like drag queens that drag as the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Like, it only it's, made it's a sense. Thing. It's a community. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like it's the same thing as this goddamn Lizzo flute. Like these yeah. people didn't know about the fucking flute before a large black woman picked it up and was filmed playing it. Because yeah. these people are fucking racist, dude. Like, let's yep. just fucking say it. No, that's I'm what... so sorry that like no, I'm getting... it's true. I, I'm like... And the thing that they are most racist against is monsters being able to have a monsters holiday. <laughs> Dude, at this point, Matt's just like, we need to fucking go. Dylan's, <laughs> Dylan's, Dylan's blood pressure's up. I can feel it. No, so oh, Dylan, fuck, we man. went all over the damn place yeah, we this did. week. Monsters Holiday, in- not great. The Monsters and Hocus Pocus 2, okay. And pretty good. Yeah, I, I like them both. I'll give them a firm, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> like- a firm, they exist, and like they're 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 good like yeah. it's okay for things to be good that's that's what i want to say is we as especially horror fans do oh, not it's either allow the best or worst ever be good things yeah. are okay 
Things can be okay and it not be incredible. I, I, we watched the black phone the other night. I saw people like raving about it. It ended and I'm like, that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what else people want, man. I actually am. I'm thinking about it right now and I, and I hate to say this, but like 2022, I still haven't seen the movie this year that really blew me the fuck away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, the I remember. Is all like- <laughs> <laughs> it might be Scream. It honestly might be Scream 5 good- for me. Dude, I but- forgot that was 2022. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you shouldn't have because you made us talk about the Scream movies enough goddamn times to promote it. Well, you still um, have a Blu-ray for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere. So last night we're sitting on the couch. Here's oh, I'm going to stop you right yeah. now to say that I saw your Facebook status and I was like, is he talking about the original or is he trolling people with the one that came out? <laughs> no. <laughs> just, you know me so well. Because um, like, I also was going to say that to you when you were like, man, I am done with having discords about <laughs> movies on the internet. And I was like, Dylan, I agree with you, but you also have the most like come at me bro status <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> let me say, the Fright Night remake is great. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I know, I it's know, just that you, it's like, it's, it's like you don't even read your status and think, man, are people going to be shitty about this before you hit post? Because as soon as I read it, I'm like, oh, I'm staying away from that comment section. I'll just hit hit the heart real quick and just keep on no, moving. No, Teddy and I are, are sitting down and uh, she's got her switch and I've got, um, I just ordered a Steam Deck. For those of you who don't know that, it's basically like a laptop in the form of a switch, but you can put computer games on it. So we're both playing this like Disney Dreamlight Valley game where you get to hang out with all these like Disney characters. <laughs> Did you hear her in the background? <laughs> yeah. You get to hang out with like all these Disney characters and make friends with Merlin and all that shit. It's really cool. So I'm sitting there playing this and I'm like, it's October. We need to do something spooky. <laughs> At 9.30, I put on 1974's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That movie is vile, bro. That movie rules. It's so fucking good. All right. So we, we have gotten so off the topic. <laughs> Dylan, happy Monsters Holiday, buddy. Happy Monsters Holiday. Oh, 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 We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. (laughs) 
91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.